up rise and shine everyone i hope you're all having a great week so far and if not the week's not over there's always room uh for improvement now i know (laughs) i know it's been a few months since the last episode um yeah i won't really get too much into the reasons behind it but um i just want to say i have a new um newfound respect for content creators i i I think i've mentioned this before but it's actually a really tough job to uh put content out on on the deadlines that you set even if you set them yourself it's 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 challenging especially when it comes to trying to have people to interact with you getting other people's opinions uh you know trying to make a podcast that isn't just your voice although physically all you are hearing is my voice i am voicing the opinions of others uh and i do try to yeah just make sure that these podcasts aren't one-dimensional or one-sided and that you always listen to this and leave with a, a broader mind that's really the goal and yeah um we're back we're back for 2021 and this is this this topic that we're about to tackle is one that is pretty uncomfortable it's one that is being had but i think should never stop being had (laughs) i think this conversation needs to happen for as long as the problem is there especially living in south africa as a a black woman i think this issue is is very um yeah it's one that is extremely sensitive but needs to be discussed and tackled nonetheless but before we get into that i just want to ask you guys to please 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 Make sure you sub- you've subscribed if you haven't. Uh, I do try my best to release new episodes every Wednesday. Um, I, yeah, I will work on the consistency part for this year. Definitely one of my goals. Uh, yes, subscribe, please. Do interact if you see the um, if you see me discussing topics on any of my social media platforms. Please make sure you interact so that this is a very abroad yeah just to have multiple perspectives on the podcast all right so what we're going to be talking about this week is gender-based violence and i know it's a topic that's very difficult to delve into i know not a lot of people want to delve into it but unfortunately we have to in order to just create a better society a better environment for ourselves and those who come after us and um i'm not gonna necessarily talk about the uh gender-based violence itself however i'm gonna talk about the way that it is portrayed um and what it looks like from the perspective of a man although i I can't really know for sure but I think if you are aware of what's happening on social media, um, a young man by the name of Troy Shepherds, 
he he made a TikTok and it didn't it didn't age well. It it really was quite a distasteful video that he made. And um if you're interested, I will I'm actually not gonna not gonna link the video itself. I will rather link you to um videos that'll kind of make you see why he had that backlash. And so really what I took from that video, he I actually read I went onto TikTok and I read the comments that he sent sent out to people. So people would say, Why would you do something like this? Um, Troy, this was insensitive. And he I read a few of his comments, his replies back to people, and he was saying how is this offensive? I didn't say anything in regards to gender-based violence itself. I wasn't mocking, you know, um, gender-based violence movements. I was simply just saying things about feminism that annoy me. And this is the problem that I had with it. Feminism, although it has its, its multiple, I don't know, I want to say branches, Feminism isn't just one dimensional. A lot of people have their own idea of what feminism is. Um, it It is a very crucial, I believe, movement to, yeah, the world, really. It's a very crucial movement because just just as men are valued, women should be valued, perhaps even more, Um and i think i think what troy did he as much as he said he was making fun of feminism you cannot make fun of feminism without mocking gender based violence because gender based violence on rather not mocking gender based violence but rather the movement against gender based violence feminism contributes to that feminism contributes to the movement against gender-based violence and you cannot mock feminism without marking the fact that women are fighting for their lives every single day um i think really what he did he didn't really take into account the climate of you know south africa and and, and the harassment in the country the sexual assault that happens in the country um in my belief really is to i i just think <laughs> the video he made was of no benefit to anybody it wasn't funny it wasn't educational it wasn't and i i think purely for that reason he should have just shut up um and so well, also a lot of men defended him in the comments there were a lot of men who were defending him I don't recall seeing a single woman saying he said nothing wrong. And I think that's that's a large part of the problem. That is a large part of the problem. Um, yeah, I really just think that in terms of that, the video itself, it might have encouraged a lot of other young men to sort of discard what feminism is um to mock i mean why why is it that you have to send out a whole video about things about feminism that mock you 
I don't think it's it's a serious excuse me I don't believe that feminism annoying you is something that you want to broadcast I don't think yeah I don't think things that annoy you about feminism it's not that bigger deal to put out there um I think rather just keep things to yourself sometimes um but at the same time when people like that expose themselves which is almost inevitable when people like that expose themselves I think it's it's good to know who is who is behind you and who isn't because I mean if Troy was my friend and secretly he was hating me saying all of these so-called um feminism phrases I I would genuinely want to uproot him out of my life and so it's a good thing that he exposed himself um he hasn't said anything about the whole thing which is um we'll see all right so I asked a few questions on Twitter I made a bit of a, a poll thread on on Twitter and the questions that I asked I I knew um the answers to them already um or rather I knew how many people would lean towards which answers for which questions because I I I wrote this thread or rather typed this thread with my own fears in mind but in my thinking I mean my fears are just the, the same as any other women's fears in the country um so yeah the first question said, do you feel safe going anywhere alone? 90% of the voters said no. Um, I, I personally, I never really felt um, okay having to drag someone with me everywhere that I go. So a lot of my errands, I do run alone. I, I do a lot of life alone, so... <laughs> that's that's not um it's not as sad as it sounds really but because of that I I just always feel very targeted I feel very targeted whether I'm parking in a parking lot whether I'm in the mall whether I'm in you know what wherever I'm going I never really feel safe Second question, when you do have to go places alone, do you think of notifying anyone should anything happen? Um, I, 100% of the voters said yes, by the way. I try to do this a lot, but I sometimes forget simply because, you know, I have to run an errand, quickly get into the car, get to where I'm going. Um, But most of the time, I try to let someone know that, hey, this is what I'm doing today. This is where I'll be. I should be home around this time. That's literally how I work. Third question says, do you feel better in public spaces such as malls? 69% of people said no. 31%. Oh no, sorry. 69% of people said yes. 31% said no. Um, I I feel a bit better, but I don't know if I if I am better, if I am safer um if you if you understand what i'm saying and then the other one says do you ever go running alone 14 percent said yes 86 percent said no i whenever i run it is alone i think i've run with someone maybe 
three times ever so yeah i i don't i don't have a lot of people in my life who are super enthusiastic about that even if they are enthusiastic about fitness they don't really go jogging or road running or whatever probably just go to gym etc so i i end up having to run by myself which is i constantly constantly have to look over my shoulder when i do that because it's just it's just it's it's a it's a bit of a creepy experience because you're like okay someone might come i mean you've got music in headphones in whatever and you you don't really hear much and sometimes you you're thinking oh my god someone's going to stop right behind me snatch me up put me in a car and then I'll never be seen again you know or yeah certain things as that such as that it's it's quite it's like 45 minutes of just fear i stopped running because i couldn't do it anymore i just felt very yeah very unsafe last question do you sometimes question even the men you typically consider trustworthy in your life 78% said yes 22% said no i definitely do and um the reason why the reason why i do this is because every every man in my life has shown slightly sketchy behavior um and when i say every man i'm talking about like my friends some of my friends some of the people that i would consider friends um i've had them behave in a way that makes me question my safety sometimes or the safety of someone else i was once in a situation where a guy got extremely extremely violent and i i was genuinely worried i was genuinely worried for the person he was with um and when i brought up the question of her safety i was made to be such a villain but i mean you can't you can't behave violently and expect people not to be concerned so there was that but yeah i i did that i did that poll just to sort of have a perspective um or rather give a perspective to people of of what things are still like for women in the country as a reminder because right now i think everyone's kind of laid back in terms of activism for gender gender based violence and um yeah i just i think it's important that we remember every single day because this is the, this is the life that women live every single day the last thing that i wanted to talk about is just the the sort of language the sort of diction that the media uses to describe certain um incident situations i say this because a headline from ENCA a headline from ENCA says um Tehofazo Pule's boyfriend arrested for murder may her soul rest in peace um Tehofazo Pule 
was murdered along with her unborn child. She was pregnant, I think, seven months or so. Um, I'm not too sure, but this headline really bothered me purely because a a boyfriend to me is someone who's supposed to be, you know, loving, affectionate, etc. It's it's a very boyfriend should be an endearing term to call someone. And in my head, I thought, why would you why would you give a murderer such an endearing term? Um, because it kind of softens it softens the blow. And for what? You know, I think whoever was writing this article um wasn't thinking about that much. And to me, I just believe that he should have been called what he is a murderer um because again a boyfriend is not someone who is supposed to be murdering raping abusing etc so i i i think with regards to the media we have to be vigilant i suppose or rather have our own sort of minds uh in in terms of the things that they say because sometimes you see these headlines you don't think much of it but why is it that he still gets the term boyfriend after doing something so horrible to her i don't believe that he deserves to still be called her boyfriend um he should be called her murderer as he is and so yeah i think the power or rather the yes the power and the the meaning behind certain words should be understood to their depth especially if you're going to be broadcasting national headlines like that i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure the article was written by a man because the tweets that were in the article were by a mangoba who who is a man um if i'm getting his pronouns correct I assume that it is a man, but um, yeah, in these tweets, he was constantly called her boyfriend, and I I completely disagreed with that. I believe that the people who publish or write articles about gender-based violence should be women, so that it comes from a perspective, the perspective of someone who can empathize, because as much as not all women have been um, sexually assaulted, I think every woman has been in a situation where, where they have been harassed. And so I believe that women should be the ones writing these articles in order to um, be a, put, put, put the crimes in a light that is more awakening, if that is possible. And, um, yeah, that's, that's really what I wanted to challenge you guys is just to be more aware when you read these articles and think, think about the things that you are reading, think about the things that, um, you consume on a daily basis and how they affect, how they affect your thinking and your perspective, you know, I mean, do you question, do you question some of these things that you, you consume um, and if so, how and why? 
what makes you question these things. Because I think the more we can have healthy conversations around these these certain topics, then the better the better we can become as people. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really, really would appreciate your feedback. Tell me what I can do to make this podcast better. Um, I'm definitely going to start introducing some people to join me and have more physical, um, <laughs> more physical uh, perspectives, voices, different people to come on and just let me know what they think about whatever it is that we're discussing that week. But again, please do subscribe. Chat to me on social media. Let me know if there's anything I can do. And yeah, thank you so much. I will see you or rather speak to you (laughs) next time.